Here we go. You ready to go, yeah. Leon? Let's do this. Yeah, Snap sure. Tackle Pod yet again. Our final, second to last, probably. Maybe we'll wrap we'll up. Postseason. Yeah. Okay. We have some money more left. Maybe some. Yeah, we'll go to the end of the year for crying out loud. Maybe, maybe we'll do a regular. I mean, just once a month. Bas- you you should have. I mean, you should be doing basketball. Well, I might you be. I actually, I actually, I actually might be doing some basketball. Uh, this year, so I might actually have a little bit of because there's not a preps KC for basketball. Uh, preps really, KC there? will not cover basketball, but I'll be doing some sideline work out okay. there, and so I'll have a little bit of knowledge. Do of some do it for basketball, I mean, <laughs> boys and girls, just up, oh, up, yeah. up the workload. So, so you, you double the amount of games, yep. and then double the amount of, or triple the amount of teams almost by the time you're all said and done. Yeah, because the Barstows don't play, and football. then there's like two or three games a week for each oh, team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, why not? That'd be great. I got done at four on Friday night. We'll what, do that what, every who's got to sponsor you? Who do we have to go <laughs> find? What car dealership in Blue Springs needs to go sponsor you? Well, we're you? already the McCarthy Auto Group, so they, they already okay. do so much there. They're, you know, a, I, tell them to add a zero well, to the chat. <laughs> a couple zeros, really, because we need about three more of me to do basketball. That's the problem with that. Heck, I got the wrestling people wanting me to go do wrestling. Yeah. Too, so I, yeah. I've done the wrestling state championships uh, for Misha the well, last couple of years. Not going to be able to do that this year, tell, but I will do the wrestling all-star. Tell the wrestling people to find you sponsors, and you'll do that. <laughs> Find them like a the, the singlets USA or something like that. So that no, I will say this you. though: I, I I brought you know several people brought me that idea, and uh, you know the, the football coach station does a great job of being responsive to what we're doing, and they really buy in. And uh, one Bob Glasgow, maybe, yeah, maybe heard of him. Yeah, he goes, wrestling coaches are the worst. They'll never get anything. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and if the and if the king oh, says that, boy. then I, I think that's probably good, pretty good gospel right there. Fighting the words, po- I the would pope not... of. Is he the Pope of high school wrestling in Kansas City? Maybe. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say that to wrestling coaches, though. Those are, <laughs> those are the last guys no, no, you no, want no, to tick no, off. No, no. I remember I'd rather N- tick off football coaches uh, than wrestling coaches. I remember when the NCAs were here in 2002, and I was covering it down at Kemper. And I was asking somebody, I was like, oh, yeah, is there, you know, when you go into bars, a lot of fights. He's like, no, there are no fights at the NCAA championships because you don't know who you're rolling up on. Absolutely I, He not. goes, no matter how good you think you are, you have no idea who you're rolling up yeah. on. He goes, yeah. so it's like the tamest thing <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Because <laughs> they're all is, MMA guys now. So yeah. it's like. <laughs> and then, I mean, yeah, it'll be a guy half your size, and all of a sudden he'll disappear. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're on the ground <laughs> and you can't find him, right? That's, that's how it works with wrestlers. Wrestlers are fun to hang around with, but sometimes uh, you'll find yourself in some scrapes that you right. know, It's so. good to have on your side, side. though. Yes, yes. Have them yes. on your side. Yes, thank you, Kevin Stanley, if you, if you right. know who you are. Uh, all right. <laughs> so this is not a uh, wrestling podcast. Not yet. not yet. This is still high school football. This is Snap Tackle and Pod. He is Dion Clisso of uh, Sports uh, Preps KC, and I am uh, Mick Schaefer of 41 Action News. That's it. That's it. I got our titles. That'll that'll work. (laughs) Um, Hey, here we go. We're going to fill this uh, half hour or so, but we'll only have nine games, basically, to talk about because we were down to the semifinals in about half the classes on – Missouri and Kansas side, and then quarterfinals for basically the uh, the other half. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, this is a fun weekend, and uh, it's pretty much all local teams, with the exception of Raymore Peculiar playing Desmet, uh, but in getting the to host them, they get to host them, and so it, it really for coverage. Last week, I know you guys were all over the place. We were all over the place. We had eleven games we were at, and this week we'll be at all nine games, as you guys will yeah. as well. And so we're uh, just great coverage between our, our two media outlets, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Our guys really like this weekend because you can really bear down on the nine games, and it all means. Something. And, and you know, you look at some of these games, and I did a little bit of research, didn't really intend to when I was doing the big three. Uh, Raytown in their first ever quarterfinal game, uh, they never even made it back in the day when there was four districts, or four teams made it to the semis. Really? They, they never even made it. They've only made it to the playoffs, I 
think three or four times. I didn't, that's what I didn't track as I was going through the giant. So this is the farthest they've gone. Farthest they've gone. They've made the. For, they they won a couple district titles. They had Alden Smith too. Yeah, they won a couple district titles uh, back in the day when one team was getting through, and then they got beat in the first round both times. Eighty nine is the last time they won a district title. So eighty nine technically is the furthest they've been. They've made the postseason because the things have changed a little. Yeah, uh, and then with everybody making it, and so this is as good as it's ever gotten for Rachel. They got football. a chance in to make the, it the semis in the state championship era in sixty eight. They on. could win this game over Staley too. They could. They. Uh, I've been saying all along. I think they're the most talented team in Class Five. They, they're starting to show it. Yeah. I mean, they they were down seven nothing with a minute to go in the second quarter against William Christman, and I think they've hung what was it twenty six and forty eight, so seventy four points, and only given up seven since, since that time in six hmm. quarters. So they've really uh, dominated from that point on. And I think that they've got a chance. Staley's down. Dawson Parks, their quarterback, but their defense is playing outstanding, and that's going to be a game that. It's one of our Bremax Big Three games. Uh, I think it's going to be a game that's going to be won on big plays. I think if if Staley can keep Raytown from making big plays, uh, they will they'll slow it down and mud it up and make it a, a you know a tough physical game. Not saying Raytown can't play that way, but I, I think Raytown can hurt you in a hurry. Uh, a friend of mine who was doing stats for Fort Osage <laughs> said that on Friday night when that game was going on. There's one team that has athletes and one team that doesn't, and you can tell. <laughs> so that's pretty good. <laughs> he's like, you can tell who has the athletes, and it was like thirty something to seven, I think, or thirty something oh, to yeah. nothing in the first half. So, no, I think this is a huge opportunity for Raytown to kind of come through here and and break through, and they've got a good shot. Whoever wins this game has a good shot at going uh, beyond this. They'll play the winner of Jackson and Eureka, who are good teams. Uh, but if it's I think either one of them would get to host next week because Jackson and Eureka. This is Eureka. Or Raytown would host. Yes, because they, well, if Jackson wins, and I think they should win, then Staley or Raytown will host. If Eureka wins, I think Eureka will host because they're on the top half of the bracket. Okay. I always have to triple check myself on that because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll have it totally in my head, then I'll go talk to someone. They're like, no, I think it's the other way around. Well, like, and they'll crap. do it opposite a lot of times on the on the high school level. They'll put the uh, the higher seed on top, or yes. usually the, uh, you know, the, the 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 better seeds on bottom or the home teams on bottom yeah. um, in, in in bracket form so yeah so yeah it, I think I think Raytown and Staley have got a shot to to host the next round if they win uh, and I think it's gonna be a fantastic game like I said Jackson and Eureka are, are really good teams I mean Eureka where's Jackson southwest or southeast of um, St Louis it's, okay we can as we go through we'll talk about some some, Isn't some trips. southeast of St Louis Illinois. Well, you know, there's Gerardo, and then there's the Boot Heel, and all that kind yeah, of fun I, stuff. Yeah, I, so. I guess I think that's south, but I guess yeah, it is southeast. Yeah, Missouri opens up there, southeast. So we kind of jumped to five cool. first there. Um, yeah, that no, was fine. Yeah, and, and, no, and six is six. Ray Pack, what a what great is, performance last week. What an unreal game. Uh, they 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 beat the un, previously unbeaten Liberty North uh, Eagles, they and both teams and played 0. well. It wasn't like yeah. somebody had them. There were no turnovers in that game. Really played great. Uh, Ray Pack got the ball with like six minutes left, and marched down the field and scored with twenty seconds left in the game. I, you know, and it was. It was Liberty North jumped out quick on them, but they were down fourteen nothing. They came back and tied it up, and it was basically tied the entire second half. And I'm going to go so far to say is, you know, I think that I think Joplin's pretty good. Um, but if I had to rank teams right now, I would rank it to Smet, Ray Peck, Liberty North, and then probably Joplin. And we may be finding out that Ray Peck and Liberty North might be the two, two best teams in the mm-hmm. state. We'll see. We'll see what Joplin's happens. Joplin's that good, huh? I think Joplin's pretty solid. Um, I've talked to some people around the state. You know, they've been ranked in the top four most of the they season. They reel in some of those Web City kids? Uh, they Or kept them home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it usually works? <laughs> I think, I think that's, there's a lot of kids. But there's a lot of people who move to Web City because they want to play football. But, no, Joplin's pretty solid. I just worry outside of Web City, who they beat, um, 
that the, the competition level week to week is not. The one thing I will say about Ray Pack, for the first time since 2015 when Blue Spring South won the state championship, they are healthy. And this is the healthiest Kansas City team we've had in a while. They didn't get beat up as bad, and they're pretty tough and they're pretty physical. Um, they didn't get beat up as bad as Blue Springs and Rockers have the last few years just going through their schedule. And I think that says a lot about, you know, where Ray Peck is and, and how they're able to kind of go through. And, and Liberty North was the same way. They were healthy as well. So it's going to be interesting to see when they play DeSmet. DeSmet's got all kinds of athletes, um, and they want to get up and down the field. Ray Peck is tough. If their quarterback, put Conrad Holly plays well, they can find a way to either get the ball to Luke Grimm on the outside, their outstanding mm-hmm. receiver, or just make them think they're going to get in the ball yeah. because he's a great decoy as well. He'll draw two people. And, you know, Luke Grimm's a guy you talk Simone Awards. I, I don't know if he can win it, but he's a guy who could be in the conversation as, as a receiver. He runs the ball. He does everything. They, Luke Grimm is a great player, and that's he really makes them go. Deschmet's the best team in, in uh, Class 6? I, I think state, so. Yeah, think? They, they, number one, they beat CBC twice. Um, you know, they they took care of Francis Howell last week, and I, I think they are. I think they've earned that right. They've been up there most of the season since they've beaten CBC, so we'll see. I, I think it's, I think Ray Peck's got a great opportunity, and, and man, if they if they can break through and Tom Cruise have a chance to win a Class 6 title and a Class 5, that's not, that's not easy to do. I mean, to be a coach and win a couple Class 5 titles and then sure. bump up. I mean, they've been up for over 10 years. Yeah. And so it's, it, it takes a while to get your program in this town. I can remember when Ray Peck was a Class 4 team. Oh, I can remember that too. They had to <laughs> run into Web City every year, and then they were actually excited when they moved up to Class 5 yeah, because there was no classes. Web on the way. Yeah, and they I can remember when they weren't even in the – I remember the 92 or 93 when they came into the Suburban Conference. <laughs> That's how far back I go. Now, I don't necessarily remember that time. I was actually at the Examiner right. 15 years ago looking through old articles. I was like, oh, that's right. They weren't in the... So that's that's what that's what's bad when you have to jog your memories with old articles from your right. paper. Well, so that was class six, um, class five as well. We've covered about class four. We got Platte County and Grain Valley. Platte County um, ending what has been a great season yes. for Lincoln Prep, and, and I think that you, I think Lincoln Prep shows they they legitimately. And when we go do the state rankings here in a few weeks after the season's over. We will. I will make sure that that Lincoln Prep, the people in the state, know. Hey, they're legit. This is mm-hmm. a team that's good enough to be in the rank in the top ten, and um, you know, probably middle of the top ten. They played Black County tough, uh, and that's a team that's going to be around the next couple of years because they've got a lot of good young players. And you know, Green Valley comes out, they get down to Harrisonville, playing a backup quarterback still, um, and they really just kind of, as the game went on, just kind of controlled things. And it's thirty-two twenty-one, but it was thirty-two fifteen um, after they trailed fifteen fourteen. Uh, they really kind of got things going and. I think this is going to be an interesting game. It was 17-0 going to the fourth quarter, Grain Valley last time, and, and Platte County won 18-17. Yeah. They've kind of got that experience level. Grain Valley hasn't been this this deep in a long time, um, not under this coaching staff, not under these kids. I mean, it's like 2007, I think. So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. But I think their defense is playing well. Um, and Platte County is Platte County's winning different ways now. They're not just throwing the ball up and down the field. They're playing defense and running the ball. So they're finding different ways to win. And they've got a – Whoever wins this game's got a really good shot. Farmington or St. Mary's is on the other side of that bracket. And I watched St. Mary's and McClure play, and it may or may not have set football back a few years when I was watching <laughs> it online on Saturday. Farmington's not bad. Um, I don't think that they play the level of competition yeah. that the teams play here. So so if they if they if Farmington wins, well actually it doesn't matter. They're going whoever wins this game is going on the road next week. So Farmington might be the closest game for uh, one of our teams and okay. on the Missouri side next week. So we'll see on that. So that's class four. Yep. Down in class three, it's Odessa. Um, anybody can slow down the Bulldogs? Savannah's a good team. Um, and they played Grain Valley to like three points in the first couple weeks of the season or one score in the first week of the season. So I think they're a solid team. They play in a good league. Their only losses are to Grain Valley and Maryville. Um, so there's no, cr- you know, no, no crime there. Odessa is just – I thought that center might hang with them, and that didn't happen. 
Uh, they were all over them early. Uh, I think it, it, they are a steamroller when they get going. It's hard to get them. you got to get them early and get up on them and make them question things. This is the same spot they lost last year to Maryville. I don't know if Savannah is as good a team as Maryville is was last year, so we'll see. I like Odessa's chances, but Savannah's a good football team. If they win that game, they'll go to either Kennett, which I think is, I've heard is pronounced Kennett. Okay. Well, it's Missouri, so they're going to pronounce so it weird. It's, well, it's barely Missouri. It's uh, four miles from Arkansas. Heard of it. Um in the boot heel, so which means if you go twenty miles east the other way, you're in Illinois. I was oh, looking. Wow, yeah. I was looking at because. Well, you know what else is over there? There's a little piece of Kentucky. Yes. That's inside of Missouri. Yes. It's. A great, I want to go to that little. It's spot. a great it's so cool. part of the state, yeah. and and as I was looking to you know kind of map out where teams would go, and you're trying to figure out coverage because I don't ask my people to drive 400 miles. I try and find people who live there, and it's closer. It's, a, it's much more economical. They do a good job. Um, there's good people all across the state who can cover games for us. As I was looking down there, and I said, well, I first looked and was looking, well, like maybe maybe someone from Gerardo, because I didn't know that Keenan had a daily newspaper. Uh, I said, maybe somebody from Gerardo. And then I looked, and I go, or Memphis, because that's closer. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis is actually closer. Yeah, huh, Memphis is actually Gerardo. closer to, that's funny. to Keenan, is how they say it. So, yeah, that's where Odessa... Uh, would possibly go if they beat Savannah, and and that's really, um, you know, it's. Can you get two further spots in Missouri uh, apart? Odessa and uh, you could, but not, you could. not many. Like if a it, well, like north of St. Joe, Mid Buchanan. If if they would have had to travel to Haiti, Haiti, it was the state champions from last that's year, right. not Haiti, Haiti. Um, that would be a further trip. Cole Young, who writes for us, who's a Northwest Bearcat through and through, we were texting as we were going through all this the other day, and he said, hey, I, I once drove from Maryville to Hoover for a national championship game, and two-thirds of my trip was in Missouri. <laughs> he, goes, yeah. he goes, it took us forever just to get out of the state yep. before we go. So uh, there's, I, I think that next weekend not too much will be in town, and if, if, if it's if it's Staley or, or uh, Raytown, they mm-hmm. may have a big crowd on Saturday because <laughs> there's not going to be anybody around. Yeah. All right, uh, Lathrop. Speaking of Maryville, Lathrop pulls off the upset. Oh. They win at Maryville. No team had done that in 10 years? What is that? How yes. Many, how long? Uh, Chris, bef- before Chris Holt left Maryville, I think it was like 2009 or something like that. That was the last time they'd lost a game there. It was 28-21, basically a Hail Mary on a fourth down to score the touchdown. They go for two and get it with like four seconds left wow. on the clock. And Chris Holt, who's now the coach at Lathrop, I saw on Twitter, and this is a great line that uh, – Chris Holt brought that streak into the world, and he took it out. He took it out. <laughs> <laughs> Great parent line there. Yeah, so, uh, no, Lathrop's playing real well. Some of Christian's uh, good win over Lafayette County, who had been playing well last week. They were down 14-0, end up coming up winning 35-14. Um, they're a formidable team to play. This is the same quarterfinal from last year, and it was Lathrop 41-14. to So, yeah, some of Christian can beat them. I, I don't know. The only thing, if you're some of Christian, you hope you catch them on that. Mm-hmm. On the downside of that Maryville win, the only problem with that is you might catch them on the upside yeah. of a state yep. championship run. <laughs> yep. If um, they would win, they'd probably play. The winner of that game is probably going to play Luther North, who's the number one team since Cardinal Ritter's not allowed to play. Right. Um, there you go. But that's probably where that's going to go. Um, and then finally in class one, Midview Cannon. A halfway or maybe a little closer to St. Joe than it's, uh, the, it's the, in Fawcett, uh, which is on the south side of. Of Saint of Saint Joe, and I, and from what I've been told is that uh, the Mid Buchanan District line b- bounces up with the Saint Joe District line where the Benton kids go. Okay, so that's where that's kind I of see. that line right there. And, and uh, they're playing. Hey, they're only losses to Lathrop. Really? <laughs> I mean, they, they beat Lawson. Uh, they've handled. They beat Penny pretty easily uh, this past week. So they're they're really good. They could go to Thayer, which is 
Arkansas on the state line. Well, I know Thayer, Signal. Kansas. I don't know where Thayer, Arkansas is. It may be closer is, to Thayer, Thayer, Missouri, Kansas. rather. Yeah, so they could go to Thayer or Valley Catholic, which is in St. Genevieve. Thayer, Thayer, Kansas is way out west. Yeah, so needless to say, there's going to be some when – you, when you take the districts and you go – instead of going one, two – one versus two and three versus four and one versus, you know, one, two, three, four on one end of the bracket. When you start mixing them up, which is a good thing so you don't end up banging your, you know, people bang their head in a web city so many yeah. years or something like that. And you end up, you have a chance of getting the two best teams. You can end up with some journeys. There's some four and 500 mile trips out there possibly for, for Kansas City schools in the Missouri side. Yeah. I said, I said Eastern Kansas, way, or Western Kansas is way on the Eastern side is there. So maybe, maybe the Missouri Thayer isn't that far away. No, it's down south of the, like south of the central on the state line. On the state line. Yeah. All right. Um, here we go with Kansas. In class six, you have Blue Valley and Olathe North, two teams that are in the semifinals by the skin of their yeah. teeth, right? <laughs> both one point wins last week. Both got big leads and both blew them. Um, <laughs> and, well, technically, Blue Valley didn't blow their lead. No. They never gave up no. the lead. They, they had to stop a two point conversion at the end. Uh, but. Um, well, did you hear how the Blue Valley game ended? I talked to um, uh, Lockett, Kevin Lockett, whose son Sterling plays on the team. He said they lined up for two, Blue Valley North did. And they didn't like what they saw, so they called timeout. And they brought the PA team, T team out there. And um, right before they snapped it, Blue Valley called timeout. The kick goes up, goes in, but it doesn't count because they called timeout. So they liked their look and they came back out. No, they came back out with the PAT team, and Blue Valley got through and blocked it. Uh, well, that's two blocked extra points because that's what happened with Olathe North in the overtime. They give up a touchdown with, like, no time on the clock to tie it. Blue Valley West kicks the extra points, 30 it's uh, 28-28, uh, Blue Valley West on a fourth down play, a third down play, get the touchdown. They go to kick the extra point, gets blocked. Yeah. Second play from scrimmage, Arlen Bruce goes in, and they kick the extra point, it's over. And win it, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, you know, both those teams are in by the skin of their teeth. Probably not the teams a lot of people thought. Maybe Olathe North, but they probably thought maybe Gardner or, you know, one of those teams would sneak in there. But uh, Blue Valley is trying to get to its 14th state championship game. Wow. I think Olathe North's got to be on – at least that many. At least that many. But they haven't been there since 2010. It's been a while. Yep. And they've lost to Blue Valley in this game in the last few years. So, and they've lost to Blue Valley North in this game. They lost to Shawnee Mission East in this game. Yeah. <laughs> so they've and, been there. They've knocked on the door. They just haven't done it yet. And you get the right to play a derby team that is oh my maybe the best derby team ever from, so Man- Manhattan from the scores and what people handles, are saying down there. Manhattan handles, handles free, state, free state. And they get beat 56 to nothing by derby. Unreal. I mean, Mays, who is in the semis of 5A, lost, I think, 56-7 to to Derby. That's their only loss. Yeah. And Topeka's playing um, Junction City. Mm-hmm. And Topeka, you know, handled Lawrence. I don't, I don't even know if Topeka can come within three touchdowns of Derby. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. so, I, don't think so they, I mean, I hate to say that we're playing for second place over here, but we might be playing for second get, place. Get, hey, get to, get get to Emporia, have a shot. You know, you never know what's going to happen. These are high school kids. So that's Blue Valley and Olathe North in 6A and 5A. It's Mill Valley and St. Thomas Aquinas, rinse and repeat. We see it every Five single year. Years. In the, uh, at, it's, been, it's been this round every year except for last year was in the quarterfinals. Yep. But basically, the winner of this game goes to the state title game. Yeah, five, five years in a row. And... There's been some blowouts, but then there's been some close games too. So, I think this is going to be a close game. I'm sure that you think and hope that it's a close game. Yeah, right, and, yeah. Uh, you have a little bit of vested interest in there. Yeah. Uh, I I think that St. Thomas Aquinas is fully ready for a tough physical football game, and Mill Valley's ready as well. I think playing Desoto last week helped. I absolutely think because it's a similar kind of 
it's not quite the flex bone, but you got the veer and you got the same type of motion before the snap. And yeah, no, it's it's seemingly 12 guys on the offensive line trying to block you. And well, and to give you an example how similar they can be in the all-star game a couple of years ago, Mark Littrell was the head coach. He had Dryling as his offensive coordinator and they rolled Missouri because they ran flex bone and it was the Aquinas quarterback and the DeSoto quarterback, yeah. who both ran option, yeah. and they were fine. And then they also threw in uh, Brady Flaming from Mill <laughs> Valley, Valley yeah. and he ran some sprint-out stuff. And yeah. the ball. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> he, didn't, he didn't run much option. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, absolutely, and, and uh, St. Thomas Aquinas gets by Blue Valley Southwest easily last week. Mill Valley and DeSoto in an epic game last yeah. week. It is a defensive battle between those two in the same school district, and this was 7-2 to two at halftime before Mill Valley was finally able to put some, some drives together in the second half but uh yeah mill valley needed all of its defense to win that game and that's a good like i said it's a good test for them and it it shows that DeSoto really is a legit team not that they weren't legit but i mean i think they they really have established themselves in 5a as a team to be reckoned with and i think they're only going to continue to they're growing just like mill valley Mm -hmm. they're going to get more players and 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 i think that the future is already bright for DeSoto, and and they uh, you know have shown well for what they have done over there coach king does a great job and they're they're in the conversation every year now this is a 20 28 to 21 uh, Aquinas win over Mill Valley last time out in I think week four of the season. So uh, we'll see. It's going to be at Aquinas on Friday night down in Class 4A. You have Bishop Miege and Paola. Um, Paola's had a great season. In so many years, we've seen these 4A teams have great seasons and they just come to a, a thundering halt. Against Bishop Miege, yeah, going to happen again this Miege year. Miege has really got it going here in the in the postseason. They they're averaging fifty seven points a game or something like that. I mean, it's ridiculous um, what they're putting up. You know, Pale has played really well. They got tested by Chanute last week. It was probably the first test they've had all season long. Um, we'll see. Uh, you know, I I don't know if they've just got the horses to get it done. Um, they can control the clock and and keep that offense off the field and maybe turn turn over here. Uh, here or there, and get some short fields. They've got they've got a chance to do it. I know there's not a lot of love lost between these two teams. The principal from Paola is the one who's kind of pushed the. Oh, that's right. Yeah, an, I don't want to call it anti-Miage legislation, but it kind of is anti-Miage legislation um, in terms of the the competitive balance type issues. So it's going to be interesting. I hope it's I hope it's a well played game. I hope everyone can keep their emotions in check and and. Uh, the best of course team, they the best won't. Team, it's the semifinals. Come best on. team can, can no, win that game. That's the best part of it. No, keep your emotions in check. Well, Let's go I don't, see, I don't, over. I, I don't want to see any fighting. Or no. I called the state championship game between Trinity and Cardinal Rare last year where there was a fight before the game started. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's just not having enough class to even, you know, when you're at the middle of the field at the 50 fight yeah. before a state championship game, it's like, come yeah. on now. <laughs> um, all right, before we get out of here, let's talk Simonis because yes. in a few weeks we're going to crown uh, the 2019 Simone Award winner. In fact, um, in fact the uh, the finalists will be announced on 41 Action. On 41 Action News December on 1st. December 1st, yes. Sunday, on uh, live on Sunday Sound Off. So be sure to check that out. That would be very cool. Well, have four finalists. Is it a two-horse race, though, you think, Well, right you know, I, I'd say Tank Young. I'd say um, Arlen Bruce. I, I you know. Ty Black is in there as well. The guy's it's got funny. almost three thousand yards rushing. For once, it and seems things. like the 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 majority of the favorites on the Kansas side. Usually, Missouri has that majority. Yeah. Jake Van Dyne has acquitted himself well. Um, you know, quarterback more, at yeah, Liberty North, two thousand yards passing. I think it's like twenty four touchdowns, only three interceptions. Uh, led that offense all the way. Just and, and anybody you talk to is watching plays. Like man, he just makes great decisions and just he just doesn't mess up. He's a leader. Does I mean just everything about him? He's got all the intangibles. 
you know, so he's going to be in there. A guy who's, you know, if a team like Raytown continues to make a run, we thought it'll be Joe Campbell, but Dante Manning's their cornerback, and they're mm-hmm. he's got twenty touchdowns. He's got about nine hundred yards right now, which isn't a ton of rushing, um, but he's got eighty-five tackles and three interceptions on the defensive side. So he's kind of the all-around player. Uh, we talked about Luke Grimm from Ray Peck. We may be getting a little deeper in the in the mix mm-hmm. the, right now in that. And then there's the two Lawrence guys, Devin Neal and and uh, Bowden from um, Lawrence Free State, who are you know people who have got you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hundred yards between each of them. So those are guys who are going to be in the conversation. Uh, Arlen Bruce definitely acquitted himself pretty well last week, and Ty, Ty, Tank Young. I, you know, if he has a huge game against, no, against no Valley, chance, no chance, no chance. You know, I, that we'll defensive see front, the come defensive on. front. I don't know. I've heard these questions. They're a little young in spots. Uh, they, <laughs> they're young in one spot. They're experienced everywhere else. They got, they got one sophomore out there, but he's uh, he's acquitted himself. Well. That's, that's the that's the cool thing. I'm, I'm and it's going to be on the spectrum uh, yes. game of the week. So my son Aiden is a defensive lineman for uh, for uh, Mill Valley, and so they've asked that I might be up in the booth for a little bit talking about. Oh it, no, I, I might be too nervous to 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 do that. But uh, but it's been cool in that like he's not only broke in as a sophomore on uh, a good team, on a good defense, that's one of the best defensive lines in the state. I mean, you you have a kid named Ethan Kramer who I don't know if he's going to be up for. He should be up for um, the Buchanan yeah. Award, which is best lineman linebacker. Uh, he's a guy that also plays on offense, and that's rarely seen at the 5A and 6A level, especially with teams that good. But he's so good, he has to. And then a couple other seniors that play as well that are that are uh, they're very very good. So it's been fun seeing him break in and play with uh, with those guys. And that's been a dominant dominant uh, defense here. Well, the last, uh, did Aiden get? Uh, did he learn how to play defensive line the night he was in Oak Grove with us? Yes, we were watching Malik Collins. He was now probably with like the, twelve back yeah, then, right? With or the Dallas Cowboys. Well, no. It was yeah, twenty eleven, twenty twelve. So he was no, he might younger. Be eight. Than, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was younger now. I think he was younger than my son Henry is now. And he was at that game, freezing to death in that Oak Grove mm-hmm. press box with the window open. As Malik Collins was tossing Oak Grove Panthers around, he's been like, a lot. He came to a he's only shoot uh, Drew Locke. I remember one year, and he's come to a lot of the the college games I've I've been to. So yeah, it's cool. He's now uh, finally on the field. So, well, yeah. that's the problem. I mean, we don't get we don't get a ton of access to things we do. Sometimes our children, like I got, to, I was doing sideline for the quarterfinals of Spectrum. Mm-hmm. So my son got to sit next to, on the in line of the game, yeah, <laughs> on the floor uh, last year for the high school basketball. So he thinks that's where you need to sit all the time. And then, oh yeah, oh, my kids have been at the uh, the that Hyvee shootout they've done for basketball at Avila for years and years. <laughs> Ball boys that usually they're the ones that like dribble it while the action's going and it dribbles off their foot and it gets <laughs> they have to stop the game because my kid dribbled the it. Schaefer kids yes. were yeah, at it again. Basically. Yeah, no, yeah. that's uh, in fact uh, my son was at uh, he was three, was he three? Yeah, he was three. Uh, Yodana Ventura's first game, we had we'd been gifted uh, Crown Club front row seats, so he thinks that we need to sit there all the time. Yeah, like spoiled. Yeah, no, no, that's not that's not where we're going. So we got we got those for free, but. Uh, no, that's spoiled children. Yeah, yep. spoiled rotten. Trust me. All right, as always on Friday and Saturday now because uh, almost all all of those Missouri games except for the Class Four game. Why is that? Why is the Class Four game? Well, on you, you, they schedule their they default to Saturday, um, but then they will if both teams agree they'll yeah. play on Friday. And and I think so. Class Four of Grain Valley and Platte Grain Valley County, County is going to be like, on Friday. And all the Kansas games are on Friday night. All the other Missouri games we talked about are at one o'clock on, on Saturday. Saturday. And I think that with Grain Valley and Platte County, like we're both in the city. This is a conference game, yeah. basically. We can do the Friday night thing. And uh, I was, I thought that Staley and Raytown would do the same thing. That being said, 
I think that, you know, with that championship game, the other thing is that the, the Class 4 championship game will be played on Friday night. Yeah. So it's kind of you want to keep them in that routine. Sure, I get Whereas it. Class 5 is played on, on Saturday night. So I know that, you know, Staley's been down that road. Yeah. Of playing on Saturday night. And so moving to Saturday this week is probably yeah. not a bad. If you've got an idea like, hey, we may be playing for three weeks, let's just go ahead and get into that Saturday routine. So, I mean, it, it's, I was, I thought Raytown and Staley might be on Friday night, but it's not. It's, and so yeah. I'm going to go out to Ray Pack and watch a little of that and maybe scoot up to, <laughs> up to Raytown. I don't know. We'll see how the, how the yeah. day progresses. And we've got, we're going to have guys at all our, all our games. So it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, as always, check out 41 Action News at 10 o'clock on Friday night and then uh, throughout the day on Saturday with uh, scores, highlights, all that stuff from all those games. And, of course, at any time, check out PrepsKC.com for all the latest, literally all the latest uh, scoring. They are uh, almost instantaneously up to date <laughs> uh, on the scores uh, in and around the city. And there's only, what, uh, what did you say, nine games? Yep, so four games Friday night. Be, the ticker will be. They're going to be updated, like, <laughs> before it happens. Yes. That's, that's, how, yes. that's how on top of it they're going to be. All right, Dion, thanks so much for the time. It's always fun. We appreciate it. Thanks to you as well for listening to Snap Tackle Pod. I'm Mick Schaefer. We'll see you next time.